0: Hi everybody, it is Salai and welcome back to Salai's Corner. So if you are new, I would just like to say I was looking back on the titles on some of the previous content that I had and I I just can't delete it just because I, I don't know, maybe I feel connected, but I just want to give you a forewarning that maybe it's a pile of shit. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe it's a pile of shit. I just want to let you know that I can acknowledge my faults. And with that, let us begin. So what we're going to be talking about in this podcast today is how I feel like LinkedIn is also a pile of shit and how I just feel like it's a pile of shit when you look too close, you know, and that is primarily the reason why I stay off of it. It's it's pretty much how like you start looking at other people's lives on Instagram. Yeah, I feel like it's a highlight reel for professionalism. And I'm just like, bro, I I thought this was a platform where we could just like put our resumes, maybe learn something and move on. But like, no, you you see every, I mean, people, I mean, they own a company, they made nine figures. You know, it's just like, it's just wild. It's just like brazy, crazy out of this world just like what is it that you guys are all doing like what and you see and you see the more i ask myself these questions the more i come to these um is it anger is it sadness is it delusion like i I don't know but long story short i don't like linkedin I stay off of LinkedIn. I, I don't like using it. I go on it when I need to, when I have to, and then I click right the fuck off. I don't keep that app on my phone. If people ask me what my LinkedIn is, I'll be like, I'll give it to you. But if it's something immediate, you girl, you better, boy, you better, somebody, you better get my email. And that is my truth. So with that, let, let's start. Okay, so I had to go to LinkedIn because I'm looking for a video editor. Because I'm working on a project like if you listen to my last video or sound podcast, you'll know that I'm kind of working on a few things. And outside of the things that will be making me money, I want to be working on things that I want to work on and like try and test and like, wow, I wish I saw this. I wish this existed. And I want to just try and do that. To be honest, I just want to have fun. Um, Having fun costs money um and time and I was like I need to cut down on my time because I want to do a lot of other things so I need to find someone like a video editor um so I was on LinkedIn trying to search up a video freelance video editor and I just and you know whenever you go to LinkedIn you try to refresh you click the home page you're trying to get the search bar you're trying to refresh restart and then you start being bombarded with the accomplishments and the ascendance into heaven of other people. And it's just like, I can't take it. Like I'm always triggered. I am I am not afraid to admit, you know, I know some of you like to lie, you know, and <laughs> yeah, I would like to say I'm not judging you, but you know what, I told you so. Um, I'm not afraid to say that either, but you know, I, I, I for a fact can say with my chest, that I, I am triggered. Like LinkedIn is triggering for me. Um, (laughs) I'm laughing, but you know, I'm not, I, I'm I'm laughing out of pain. Like I'm laughing because it's true. I'm laughing because there's just like, it's just incredulousness. Like I, I don't even know how to feel, you know, when I think of LinkedIn, except for just hysteria, you know, LinkedIn Creates hysteria in people, and I'm hoping that by saying this, I'm not going to receive a cease and desist. Um, so hopefully that doesn't happen. Um, yeah, so I, you know, obviously trying to scroll, kind of restart the search, and click the home button accidentally. People getting into Stanford, I, I'm just like, I just can't take it. I can't do it, and I, I just, I'm not, a, I'm not afraid to admit that. And the more that I'm not afraid to say that, the more that I have, like, very strict... Like I, the more, the more I was able to say that, the more I was able to create very strict kind of rules for engaging on that site. It's like, don't stay on there for any more than you need to. Don't click on anybody. Don't try and look for anybody. Don't try and, try and update. Don't go on the incognito tab, try to see if someone got... Um, got the uh, Truman scholarship, you know, that, like just stay the fuck off of the site. If you need to accept a final request, go accept it. If you need to respond to a specific message, click on the message, view message, respond to message on the message, and then click off the message and call it a day. And honestly, I just feel like in a time right now where, not like my life is really shaky, but you know, I just feel like a lot of people's, <laughs> I'm trying to bring other people into <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to make myself feel better obviously. Um but yes, in a time where other people's lives are just, you know, so, you know, topsy-turvy, you know, other people's lives are, you know, shaken up, you know. Um I am trying to find solace in the fact that with this I can I cannot relate too much um to other people's successes and failures. Um, but you know, the reason why I even also want to bring up LinkedIn and all of its madness and hysteria is a post that I was just on in regards to someone talking about nine to fives, um, and their passion, like intermingling the two. And I, and you know what, I really want you guys' thoughts on this because I had a lot of thoughts. Okay. And, and we, and we really need to, and we really need to just discuss these feelings because this goes along with things that I think about personally. And 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 I and I mentioned it in my past podcast where I was like, look, okay, look. <laughs> um how do I say this? I I feel like a lot of people make decisions in their lives based off of capitalism. Like and I and I've said this before and I've tried explaining this and I've tried finding the right verbiage to really articulate this but you know what? I'm not going to be able to fully articulate this in this podcast either. I think that it's very complex and I think that it's just very layered. But essentially what the post had to talk about was like, this person was like, yo, not everybody wants to turn their passion into a business. Not everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. Some people want to work under people and some people just want to work under people, live a nine to five life, have job um, um, report. She said report to people you know and and just kind of be employed and you know what who the fuck raw like who raw like you know what i mean like and and I and I feel that you know what I mean. Like, obviously, I mean, if you own a business or anything like that, you know, I, you know, you read the articles. You know, you don't get health insurance. All these things. You know, you, you break an even loans, and if your business goes under or if you can't make these amount of sales, you're screwed. Like, I mean, we see like what's going on right now, where I've, obviously there's been a lot of news around like the stimulus check, but there's also been a lot of news about this Better Business Bureau you know, federal loan disbursement for SMBs in the United States, small business, small businesses in the United States. And it's like, just like in a matter of weeks, like literally in a matter of like a week, it's like without constant service, their company literally is gonna go under, you know, they literally cannot afford to keep these people. And I just, I think so, so, so much about that. I think so much about that. So essentially what this girl I think was trying to get at was how you know, we just kind of have these things that we do in our lives and that should just kind of be kept separate. Suffice to say. And you know, I saw a lot of interesting, you know, comments and I, and you know what I actually agree. You know what I mean? Like I I I I Definitely thought a lot about these ideas of taking things that don't have any sort of capitalistic purpose and then needing to assign a capitalistic value to them in order for you to even participate and do it. But I guess for me, it's like I don't blame people who have to do stuff like that. You know what I mean? I feel like a lot of people have hobbies, but you know, majority of the population just. Live in paycheck to paycheck like you know one bad week one bad month and like you know their lives are pretty much turned upside down and so i could see they're outside of this nine to five which usually it's not always nine to five sometimes it's like nine to s- nine <laughs> nine to seven you know um eight or seven to nine you know people i feel like spend a lot of time needing to dedicate their lives to whatever company they work at. And so whatever time they have left, it's like, okay, if I'm putting something here, then it needs to take up some sort of value somehow, you know, and and I think it's like survival. So I don't really blame, you know, I I, I, so I agree. You know what I mean? I agree. And, you know, let's talk about some comments and then I'll point out maybe where I disagree. Um, or, you know what, let's just do that first. So I kind of going along with that, I'm just trying to say that it's just a little bit more complex than it all appears. You know, I just feel like it's just a little bit more complex. It's not as black and white as it appears. Oh, be an entrepreneur or not. If I like a lot of people want more time, a lot of people are like, yo, this nine to nine, eight to nine, eight to seven, thing is, is is like a lot and it's just like I don't even have anything outside of work. Anything outside of work is sleeping and eating and maybe laughing with my kids and maybe the time off. You know and I and, and that's just too much. Like I just want to live life where it's like I can dedicate my time towards something that I care about to some aspect and can let go but I need money. Like I need like I'm putting all this time and for what? So is there any way I can kind of do this on my own and work less like I I guess like I'm trying to get it like some people who even want to start a company it's because of certain things that come along with the workplace where it's like this is inhumane like this is not livable this is not livable at all this is like I can't raise a family I can't have a relationship I can't have a life outside of work I can't I can't separate my work and life you know from this because my money maybe I don't make enough so I have to intertwine myself a lot more with these spaces in order to make more to get promoted or you know and 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 all these kind of hoops and things that we have to like jump through and think about if you are kind of on that cusp if you're on that that line of not having enough you know it's yeah and that's what i was gonna say in terms of like the good the bad and the ugly you know so in terms of the comments i you know there was an interesting comment that i saw where someone was like oh kind of like this they attached this link and this link was essentially about this woman who loved to bake and then decided to quit her job to start a bakery and something that she loved was now turned into like a 4 a.m to midnight passion where it's like she no longer has time to her kids with her homework and it just turned into this nightmare you know of like debt and business and storefront and and you know and and all this crap and one thing I will say on that which is something that I also discussed in episode one which is kind of like this idea of I've spent a lot of time getting my business acumen like I've spent just so much fucking time like involving myself in startups and businesses and, and just like working you know and just working for people and like work and and then having people work for me under this project that will become something and that became something just so that I could really well one I a lot of people told me that I'm really good in the business like people are like you are really good with the, like this business shit you have it together in a way that other people just frankly, I don't know if it's talent, if it's ability, if it's what passion, maybe, you know, but they're like, you were really good at this. Like you were really good at this. And so I spent a lot of time. I spent about like two years, three years, honestly, four years. (laughs) Look, it's been, it's been my whole life. But if we're talking like specific on the resume, uh, reference letter, (laughs) you know, thing, it's like, I have put in a lot of time, you know, and and trying to pick up these experiences where like I'm in control of the business so that when I become creative and I kind of do these creative things, I'm not kind of plagued with like the lack of experience of business. You know, not everybody who, not every creative director obviously should be the CEO. Like you should probably not be the CEO or maybe you should, oh sorry, sorry. Um, Like you should not be in charge of like operations, marketing, logistics financing you know i don't reference this guy a lot i had to stop watching his videos because they put me on edge like you know what i mean the hustle culture videos but gary v (laughs) he i know I, i saw some old videos of his or not old but videos of his where he talked about how his cfo hates him and you know there's a lot of talk around that and you know comments that he made about that but you know yeah like you as a ceo do not need to be in charge of like you don't need to be doing everything if you have a coo that like finance is not something you would be concerned with right that's something that you get updated on you have a general overview on you are more so the dreamer you know what i mean and i'm saying that when people want to take their passion and combine it with that business aspect maybe they don't realize that if you do not have the business acumen the expertise to kind of relieve you from certain stress stressors that come with running the actual business and not the dream itself it can become a fucking nightmare so as i read the the article obviously the i I mean i don't know this person's story i think it was maybe hypothetical i think it was based off a true story but it's just like i have a lot of thoughts in the sense of like maybe you don't need to open a a bakery front. Maybe you can have, like, I I know, like, a lot of people, what they do is they have these manufacturing, or they have kitchens, or they, wherever it is that they're zoned for creating the actual food items, they, um, what is it, uh, they, they ship it, they they, they, like, they wrap it, they wrap the food item, and then they, they literally ship it, it's literally online, like, they do not have a storefront, you know, which I really think, Maybe that's another thing for me as well. It's like, because I'm young, because I'm in Gen Z, like the Gen Z demographic, like we've just, I mean, we are, we are on it. Like, I don't think you get it. Like there are some ideas that I have where I'm like, the reason why I feel like this would be just the ease and the simplicity versus maybe older people that I know that maybe they were in that industry. It's like the reason, the difference between how I plan on executing my idea versus the way they are currently doing their idea is just different. Like it, it's just so much more accessible. Accessible, you know. Like I, okay. You know what? Let's let's shoot the shit. Let me let me talk about some ideas that I have. Um. Someone had someone had emailed me and was like, oh, are you afraid of like talking about stuff that could someone like steal your idea? And I'm like, not like who cares, but like who cares? And also, you're not me. Don't do what I'm doing. I'm I'm fucking crazy. Okay. Don't do what I'm doing. I'm crazy. I've spent a lot of time really thinking about like the inner workings of how this would work and and how this would just not work and and obviously it's something that I want to do and maybe it's not something you want to do I don't know unless you have a lot of money which I feel like well if you do have a lot of money then maybe we should maybe we should talk but I, I won't be giving up much equity but I mean we could we could entertain a conversation I don't know email me <laughs> so Um, I don't know if you guys are aware of like Genius, you know, or, or like, um, I don't want to say, not Rock Nation. Oh my God. The, 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 uh, Revolt, Revolt TV, Revolt TV, this platform that Diddy set up and all this media and content that came with that and the investment that came, I believe from HBO or like Comcast overhead. Um, but I just was having some ideas and like, I feel like I don't see a lot of artists like smaller artists like I feel like I'm not really really seeing people's art that I want to be seeing reviewed or talked to or I don't know if you guys know those genius interviews where they have it in that warehouse like I'm so sorry I don't know his name but they look like they're in this like kind of mansion library and they sit in this round table and they just like talk about music and like certain topics and, and it's and it's amazing but I feel like it's always about really big people and so I was I had some ideas and I was talking to some people about like doing this but just for different demographics like for people like me for people that aren't like Doja Cat for people that aren't big yet like I I, and and you know what some people might be doing it but it's just like I want to see it for the demographic that I watch and that I consume and I feel like sometimes these sort of things are done you know those podcasts in your local town where they're done with those up-and-coming artists that had that one rap you know song that came out and then they had their um what is it called it's like not a preview it's like when they not a showcase you know when people like premiere their album at this like ugh, i don't know i don't want to say warehouse but like a storefront like a you know they, they kind of i don't know I, there's a word i think it starts with a p but it's just I, i'm like losing the words but it's just like they try to interview the artists and they're like Oh, so where do you see yourself going from now like you know and i'm just like i'm seeing just different things i'm seeing like a lot of different things that can be happening right now And I feel like I just don't see it. It's not, or if I do see it, unfortunately, maybe they do not have the resources to like get the people, hire the people, hire the editors, get the editors. Like for example, CNBC made it, made it, make it. Bro, they are on those videos. Like, what? But obviously, CNBC, that's a big-ass corporation. You know what I mean? They have a lot of money. They probably have, like, 10 editors. They have, like, they have videos, like, out, I think, almost every other day. Like, I mean, boom, 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 boom. Like, really just, like, regimented. And it takes a team. It really does take, like, more than one person. Um... So I've just been, essentially, I'm exploring, like, some multimedia kind of breakaways. Like, I'm exploring, like, ideas that I've seen that I'm like, this is amazing. And I need to see more of it. And I feel like people aren't giving more of it. And so I want to just create a platform that does this. And there's just a lot that goes into that. And so, I don't know. Stay tuned. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But it. But long story short, I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, It would be really hard to like so example i just said you know these people that are pumping out this content it takes like it takes multiple people and so the one of the first things that you would soon realize is wow you know maybe the normal person might think you might just start and be like okay so i'm just gonna do this and then we'll just see where it goes but then as time goes on you realize oh my god i can't like editing this to the the quality that is required maybe or what i want this is going to require like a lot more time you know than I can do and you know some people what they'll do is they'll be like so what do I do from here or do I hire an editor do I what do I want to do you know and it's just like not like I say that they waste their time doing all the unnecessary stuff but like you know when you try to convince yourself into doing something you don't really have a passion for you want to do you know and it's just like you convince yourself that you actually love editing when really that's not true you like idiating and thinking about the sort of people you want to bring on and now you're stuck with doing 40 hours of editing work for one video and and it's just like someone could be doing this (sighs) suffice to say i have essentially unfortunately and fortunately put myself in very predicamented situations where i've just had to learn quickly about like different aspects of like this business infrastructure and foundation enough to know that I need to be separated from these operations like the business needs to have a process so that somebody else can come in and replicate the process without me needing to stand there and pulling things out of my head talking about oh so I want the sugar and maybe it'll be here and okay yeah we need someone from a store from here like no like I've had experiences with foundation building with infrastructure building and in businesses so much to the point where it's like things that I'm working on we need to know a process, we need to know a plan, which I feel like it, it's, it pisses me off so much, it pisses me off because I'm like, I don't want to fucking do this, like, this is it's a, it's a lot, why can't I just idiot, why can't I just idiot, but, like, no, like, if, if you don't think about these things just a little bit, when we're building, the, when you build the foundation, then you might be stuck with a fucking nightmare that you don't really know how to get out of. You know, it'll be it like the time like it'll build and like you don't know how to get out of it. It's not like it's your own personal YouTube channel, it's not like it's your own like personal kitchen where you just cook and like people can just come and pick things up if they want, buy things if they want, whatever's left, you take it and distribute it in the neighborhood. Like, no, like this is a business, like you know what I mean? It's a bakery that has to sell, you have a lease, you know, and all this crap. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like that. Like there's this business that I'm working on right now that it has taken me a very long ass time to work on it. And obviously when Corona hit, I had to completely just like pause some of the things that I was doing, um, for one of my other businesses, because I was like, Oh my God, I won't be able to afford it. Right. So I was like, I knew right at the moment, right at the moment, like Corona happened, I emailed the person who was in charge of like certain things and processes that were costing me operation costs of like, uh maybe 30 percent you know and I was like we have to pause this we have to I have to pause your services because I can't we can't afford this like we can't afford to do this and it's just like I wonder like for somebody who they just they don't have the process in place they don't have these things set in place how long would it have taken for them to realize oh wait this isn't gonna work Instead of saying, oh, we'll make it work. No, 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 no. If you know exactly how much things are costing and where things are going and how things need to work, you know, boom, this ain't going to work. This or is, it, it won't work right now. It'll work later, but not right now. And it's just like, instead of me wasting 200, 400, 600, something instead of me wasting several thousand dollars on something that I know people are not going to be putting their, you know, money towards at this moment in time, let me use that money and put it towards something else. Um, in regards to the same concept, I was talking to somebody that was close to me and I was like, so could someone steal this idea? And it was essentially this subscription box for like um, a beauty product. And my this person gave like their answer, but then I was like, no. So I gave my response. I wanted to see what she would say. But for me, I was like, no, because when you when you start to realize the manufacturing process for this beauty product, like one, you can't do it on your own. If you do it on your own, you won't be able to finish it on your own. You will soon realize that with more customers comes a lot of extra time and and, and running to the limit that you 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 can't do if you also have to focus on customer service, operations, what is going on, expansion, like what if there's something wrong with the order? Like you 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 are cutting yourself too short. And so then you realize, okay, well, I need someone to help me manufacturers. And then you realize, okay, not a lot of people are manufacturing this at all, at least to the quality that is required. And you don't have the money right now to control your means to manufacturing at a large scale, you know? So, so you keep looking and you search and you search and you search. And, And so you start discovering all these, not other issues, but you start discovering these things that it's like, okay, this needs to be in place for this to actually work like this needs to be in place for this to work there is literally no way we can do this there is no way we can do this if we don't think at least three months ahead of time a lot of business owners that aren't even like they're not making like five mil they're not making like one mil but they're like look you need inventory baby you should not be ordering week to week that is not how this works and obviously you know that that can fluctuate, you know, that's not static, but that's what I've been told. And in this case, it's like, yeah, like if it's a subscription, then these things, need it's rolling like the next month, it needs to be shipped out to the people that sign up. And, 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 and it's just that kind of thing. It's that kind of thing where it's like, if you don't think about the manufacturing at the beginning, if you're not thinking, okay, so what happens if like 10 more people want to buy it? Like, how am I supposed to, what what am I supposed to do? Or why is one of the manufacturers that I'm looking for in the U S saying that it's going to take this person one to two and a half months when the, when the subscription box is, is rolling, it's, it's our, it's concurrent. So month to month. So if you're taking 2.5 months to produce one batch for one month for one set of customers, like I would almost need to be putting in either a certain amount of money and orders way ahead of time. And so it's like you—you you started. To, I started to discover these things where I'm like, I'm really glad that I have an experience of working with MVPs and building them out properly, or else I would have just thrown myself into something that was fun at first, but then I couldn't even let go of. So going back to this article, essentially, it's like I wonder, like, would it have been such a pain if? maybe this person had the expertise of business or they had brought in like the right person like the, the, the person who can think about the stuff you don't want to think about you know what i mean and they're like i need you to think about the stuff i don't want to think about and i'm not gonna do and i need you to think about it carefully before we are out here talking about a lease you know for bakery you know is there any other way we can do this can we do a um what food trucks food trucks are very low cost and hella scalable and make hella money you know how could we have made this better because i i don't know what could go wrong here but for example if i'm working from 4 a.m to midnight i can't spend time with my family what the fuck is the point of all this so essentially i wanted to just add in by saying all this that I feel like a part of starting a business is the fact that you have to be business oriented and I just feel like maybe some people obviously don't have the chops. And I don't even say that. I'm not saying that as a slight. I'm being like, "Yo, some people do not have that experience." And and that would be a very terrible problem if you are running a business, a business that makes revenue that is profitable. Like, you know, uh, you know, um so Going back to just like the overarching concept, this nine to five entrepreneur. Yeah, it's complex. It's grayscale of an issue. It's just, it's complex. You know, it, it it is what it is. Um, and I definitely think that it's more nuanced. I think like some people, the reason why they need to stick with that nine to five is because of that insurance, that 401k, that matching, that Roth, you know, conversation. Well, I don't know who's discussing a Roth IRA with you. But like matching your 401k, like some people cannot run, frankly, a profitable business. Like they just like, it's just not, it's not going to happen. Like it's not happening, you know, and, and, and because they're not able to run a business that's profitable and doing all this and, and, and being as least stressful as possible, it opens up to just so many issues that they also just can't deal with by not having the sort of cash flow that they may have thought they needed, or they thought they wanted, but most importantly needed. So, um, yeah, so back to LinkedIn, I think it's treacherous. I think it's scary. It's scary fucking Terry. Um, and I just, I'm always just kind of like going into anaphylactic. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I need to relax, but I am going into anaphylactic shock when I go into LinkedIn. A lot of things are going on on LinkedIn, unsolicited messages on LinkedIn, and i just i'm just kind of in a space where it's like in, in a time of growth right now where i feel like I, i'm very fragile and i'm a flower that's trying to bud and, and like sprout and blossom like and, and maybe you are too i just really feel like you, could, you should stay away from it as much as possible it's like on um, again like I, in the beginning i said instagram there are people who it frankly you see people live in a type of life you aren't living and it, and it just makes you sick and it just makes you just like you're in this kind of ball of turmoil of like my life why is my life just terrible why does my life suck and it's like you end up deciding to unfollow people and and that's how I feel about LinkedIn LinkedIn I feel like is a professional Instagram okay um Uh, And if you feel that way too, I would keep my distance. Like, for example, uh, Instagram, I don't scroll the feed. I don't scroll on Instagram feed. I go there to search up specific things. I'm only followed, like, to, like, 50-ish people. And that's it. And, like, whenever I want to add another person, I, like, remove another person. You know? So, think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Pontificate about it. Let me know what you think. I think uh, LinkedIn is insidious. I think it's a professional Facebook slash Instagram. It perturbs me on so many levels. um, Makes me extremely uncomfortable. um, And I feel like I don't know. I it's a highlight reel. I don't want to say people are fraudulent, but like it's a highlight reel. Like you're seeing what people need to show so that they can prove to their next employer or next opportunity. Like, you know, and and I just hate it and I hate it so much. Um, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Um, so yeah, let me know what you think about LinkedIn. Hopefully I do not receive a cease and desist and yeah, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.